Somebody get that man a jet ski. This week, we're discussing season one of Loki. Tom, hit the theme. In an age of turmoil, can free idiots discussing movies change the world? No! Podcast! On Infinite Earths. Oh, there she is. There we go. That's Miss Minutes <laughs> letting us know we're going. I nearly, oh. uh, I nearly selected leave meeting then. <laughs> Jesus, you're recording. Yeah, no, that would have been rude. I've only just turned <laughs> up. Actually, guys, it's not for me. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> well, it's 25 degrees, so let's do a podcast indoors. <laughs> it, it, is, is it is warm today. Too hot. It is too hot. We are, it's, you know, stepping out of your house. It's like when you step off an aeroplane in a foreign country. Uh, you know that heat that just mm-hmm. hits you. Yeah, that that wall of humidity. I kind of love it though when you're on holiday, but when it's in in England, it's it's pointless. Gross. So like, I'm just stepping into my back garden. I'm not in Florida. What am I going to do with all this heat? Can't do anything. And why is there a guy with like? Two lolly sticks waving above his head, trying to wave down a plane <laughs> in my gun. <laughs> lolly sticks. Whatever I could. You get ice cream on your mind, Tom. It's warm. <laughs> it's really warm. <laughs> and because we are British, it's all we're going to talk about is the weather. That's it. Or we could talk about Loki. Yeah, I suppose. Segway. Ah. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast at Infinite Earth, everybody. Bonus episode. Woo. Well. Yeah. It's not really a bonus because it's just going to go in lieu of a movie discussion. So it's just another episode, I guess. But shorter. <laughs> yes, that's the bonus. You don't have to listen for as long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this one isn't four hours like the other ones. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Honestly, right. Although well, the way we're rambling, it probably will be. If we didn't have a deadline, yeah, but. Some of us have jobs to attend. So let's introduce ourselves. I'm Lewis. I'm Tom. Oh, this is Tom. <laughs> are you all right, Tom? Are you, no. are you actually melting? Is that what <laughs> yeah, I think he might be. Uh, I, I really thought one of you might make like a Tom variant joke, but nah. That's, too... that's above us. Too, too above <laughs> us. You that's think too, too highly. Yeah. 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 If you want fart jokes and talking about shit, then come to us. If you want really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions, we are your guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practising. <laughs> I know, that's what makes it so sad. For the inevitability that we do another Arnold Schwarzenegger film. That's going to happen. I'd, I've already kind of picked one, you know. <laughs> because... In the Garden Cup? No. I was Hell on... No, you're gonna love this film, guys. I was on Amazon Prime. Wait, just wait, <laughs> just wait. You're not, you're not even close. I was on Amazon Prime looking at the things that I'd watched for this podcast, and Total Recall was there. I clicked on it just to look at it, and it was like, if you like Total Recall, you might also like The Sixth Day. And I was like, what's The Sixth Day? Oh, that one. Oh, I watched the trailer, and we're gonna watch The Sixth Day, guys. <laughs> it looks shit. <laughs> But Arnold's in it. I don't think I've seen it. I haven't seen it before. I didn't even know it existed until I saw it on Amazon Prime Suggestions. I was like, right. Is that the one where he gets replaced? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It looks a bit Total recall but a lot worse because it's not a Paul Verhoeven film. But I think we might have to discuss it. Yeah, executive decision. The sixth okay, day. Well, Coming up we're on do, podcast. We're Loki Loki <laughs> yes, Loki. <laughs> Loki. So... Marvel Studios Loki on the Disney Plus. Um, this has just finished, so for once we are somewhat on the ball with pop culture. Yeah. Um, what what were your guys? When's this, when's this coming out though? <laughs> Monday, Monday. Okay. We're doing it. We're actually doing it. Less than a week after episode six aired, we're going to release this discussion, which is mostly just as waffling on about the heat. Um, what were your thoughts overall on Loki, the TV series? Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. 
I, yeah. I went back and watched um, 2001 A Space Odyssey just because I, I just felt like it was apt. Just mm. what people's vision of the future is, and that's what the TVA is. Yeah, I really, I did like the design choices they made. It's, it's, really, it's a really pretty show. It's the most visually interesting Marvel thing that I've seen in ages. Um, not that that's a disservice, uh, no, a, a slight to anything else they've done. Just a lot of it's just set on Earth or, okay, it's a planet that we've kind of seen before. Um, but it, it felt new. And I really like, like you said, the TVA. I love the bureaucracy of it, how like beige it all is. Yeah. Everyone's in like brown. It's so droll that it's like an office. It literally is like someone from the 80s has written down their vision of the future. And I like that it hasn't changed. There's all this yeah. sort of technology that they have and the ability to develop the TVA into something bigger, but they don't. It's all very sort of compact. If it's if yeah. it's not broke, don't fix it. They've they've snuck on something there, which is like by making it sort of timeless by making it old. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I rewatched um Indiana Jones the the other day. I was like, because it's set in Nazi time, it's kind of timeless because <laughs> Because it's a period film. Oh, Nazi time. Oh, Nazi time. Um, it's just something about, like you said, that sort of error makes it, and you know, no pun intended for Loki, but it is, it is sort of a timeless sort of design because it's so old-fashioned, but with that little hint of futurism sprinkled onto it as well. Like, just the, um, like the, the timeline screen is so basic, but also so effective because it's so just lines... Need. Yeah, so it's just good. lines, but it, it tells such a great story. Um, I love that they've just got flaws and flaws of archives as well. Everything's written down. Mm. Even, even that. to that point where he's like, um, sign here to say, this is everything you've ever said. <laughs> Why yeah, are they even I, writing that down? I love that. It's so, like I said, it, it really speaks to just how like, Detail oriented, uh, yeah, lots of well, they're going you know. through like a forest moon of Endor every day, like it's <laughs> infinite, <laughs> infinite planets to harvest trees from. Um, but it, it really is, is that what we do ever so ever, <laughs> ever so often instead of pruning straight away, we're just all right, get all the trees, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> round them up. <laughs> wow, maybe. They've got access to it, infinite resources. Um, but yeah, no, I love that because it, it sort of spoke to just how like boring and methodical all these people are. Because even when he's like, this is a joke, and it prints off, this is a joke. He has to sign that as well. I love that as well. Just it's so mundane. Their lives in the TVA is so boring, mm. but what they can do is so exciting. Mm. I can literally time travel, and they're just like, oh, Another day breaking rocks. <laughs> yeah. Another day at the office. Yeah, because like you forget that they've been doing this for like an infinite amount of time, basically. Like we don't really know how long they've been doing this for. Eons time, at one point. Yeah, because because uh, time doesn't work the same anyway. Um, well, let's talk about the the cast of this TV series. Obviously, Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Um, He's just a joy to watch, really, isn't he? He's fun. Yeah. He's not aged either. Like when that mm. first sort of scene where it's um it's endgame and then it cuts to him in the, the desert. He's it, just he's timeless. He is. Is he another vampire? Like <laughs> he's, he's he's got a look of it, hasn't he? He has got a look of it. Well, he played a vampire um, once. Good film. Did he? Yeah, it's uh, him and I was about to say Melda Staunton. It's not a Melda Staunton. Uh, but it's two vampires who love each other and it's sort of about their relationship and stuff. Ah, I mean, Tom Hiddleston must be coming up to being in the most Marvel productions now. Because you think of the Thor films, Avengers, he's been in this now as well. He's going to be in well, we, we suspect in the next Doctor Strange film, mm. he's getting oh, yeah. Loki season two. Like, he, he, he must be. I'm still pipping him. 
Oh, yeah, the maybe sort Sam of Jackson. Yeah. Whispers as well that he's going to be in the next Ant Man. Well, this series leading on to the next. Yeah, Ant-Man. because mm. we might as well discuss it. Jonathan Majors Kang is going to be in the next Ant Man film. Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Now, I <laughs> I didn't have much knowledge. Like, I knew who he was because you know it's just in the zeitgeist, really. If you're mm. a comic book nerd, but I, I've never really known an awful lot about him. Same. Uh, which has changed rapidly this week because everything's been about him everywhere. Um, what did we think of that reveal at the end? I, I love this series. I don't know what it is about it. You know what it is about Kang? It's the fact that he's so powerful or he believes that he's so powerful that only he can stop himself. Yeah. Like he's I... literally having to stop his own variants from taking kind of... over the world. <laughs> I think the two things I like about it is, well, with that episode, I was worried as the series was going of like, if they're going to introduce like a big bad, but it's going to just introduce him in the final episode, that might be a bit like, oh, okay. Like, how are they going to actually do that? Like, manage to make him an appropriate threat in like half an hour. Uh, So I thought maybe they were going to like, it be a Loki variant. Maybe it was going to be just for clock lady. Mm, I thought that. But they did it really well. Yeah, that that whole scene, because it, it was funny. I was I was sat watching that final episode and I was like, this is the finale of a massive TV show and they're just talking for 25 mm. minutes, but it's so compelling because you're hearing about this guy that and Jonathan Major's performance is absolutely fantastic because he starts off quite whimsical and then he just conveys this sense of complete dread like guys you don't understand you you need to keep this as it is and like you start to really buy into his fear of look if you kill me and don't take over you've got no idea what you're going to unleash and i just love that they they introduce the bad guy without really introducing the bad guy so it Mm. just creates this sort of specter of of doom that you're just like, what the hell is going to happen? And I, yeah, fucking, what it's an amazing, really sort of great moment as well, where he is, he just changes. Like you said, he's quite whimsical and mm. he's, he's messing around on the tables and stuff. And then there's a moment where he goes, I did know what was going to happen for the rest of time, but now I don't. And yeah. He's, like, he's just changes. And he's, he's basically sort of... ignoring them as well. He's just sort of taking everything in and just like, Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he has well, that great line. He's with, like, like terrified. Threshold. Isn't yeah, yeah, and and it's it really comes across to the audience because because a minute ago he was so certain about everything, and now it's like, well, we've passed the threshold. There's, there's great <laughs> moments like that in the whole series. I I said to you on the chat, there's that bit where Loki's playing the fool at the beginning of the episode, and then he opens a drawer and he sees all the Infinity Stones. That and the guy goes, oh, yeah, we've got loads. And then his face just changes, and then he stops playing the fool, and he's like, well, nothing nothing matters. Everything that's led up to this, it was nothing. Yeah, They're that's the thing that... paperweights. <laughs> that's the thing that I was curious about, because, like, WandaVision and, and Falcon were shows that were very clearly about something. I was like, I wonder what this is going to be about. And it's really, like, about sort of, like, self-identity, right? Like, who, who are you to you? Um, I saw this great thing online where it's like people were asked, like, who are you? And people were like, oh, well, I'm so-and-so's husband. I, I'm so-and-so's employee. I'm so-and-so's dad. It's like, well, that's who you are to other people. But who are you to yourself? And it, I was like, oh, that's quite a profound thing. And I kind of feel like this show is like that. Like, well, who who, who actually are you? Like, that's what other people see see what you are. And it really made sort of Loki question, like, well, this is this renders everything kind of pointless because they've just got the time stone keeping the fucking paper on, on the desk. Mm. And it was such a great little, and it was just like a throwaway moment in that as well. Can you never see the infinity stones again? They're just like, yeah, we've got loads of them. Don't matter now. Yeah. And it, it's a tesseract it, as well. Like they just yeah. throw it. It's, it's a throwaway bit. Yeah. It's, it's so, it, it really. I agree with into you. Context. It is about his sort of um, identity because he literally falls in love with himself. Like he, he finds a way to actually yeah, it's, it's fall a in bit, love with himself. It's a bit masturbatorial, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. 
Well, who are we to judge? <laughs> well, <laughs> we are talking about the uh, the sexual tension between uh, old Loki and alligator Loki, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, alligator Loki. What? What a great bit of fun if that it, is. If it is a Loki, we still don't know. Well, that would make him more a Loki. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you love Loki. to see a really ridiculous buddy comedy? Just like a, a little detective show with them two. The solving yes. cr- crimes in the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I do really want to see it. It's just... But I do want Richard E. Grant. I, I could watch that just endless hours of him in that outfit he just looked like he was having <laughs> such a good time like you know what i mean he just looked like he was just having the time of his life like i am an old man and look at me look at what i'm doing what i'm getting look at paid me now, to dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, i did find how they had they basically made loki watch a montage to become the loki we know yeah, that's the only thing that actually kind of bothered me a bit because it was it, it was kind of like, oh, we're going back to this, you know, 2012 Loki. He's not it such a good guy. A prick. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, right, let's just get him up to speed again. Let's just get him back to post-Ragnarok Loki. Have, have him do a cry and then he'll be <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> do a cry. <laughs> have him do a sad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was an odd way to... <laughs> I yeah I I love the series. I just found the first couple of episodes a little bit plotty. Like I said, because they spent so long giving Loki exposition that we that we know, and it, it didn't seem like the it seemed like a bit of a clumsy way to bring him up to speed. Because especially compared to like One Division, that was just like don't know what the fuck's happening. Just figure it out as you go along. This show was like. This is what happened then. This is what happened then. And then this happened. It was like spoon feeding you, which I don't think Marvel fans needed all of that because you know all of this inside out. It was just a bit of an odd way to spend 30 minutes of a... I feel like we did need a little bit of spoon feeding because not a lot of people know about the TVA. No, but we didn't. But that was part of the mystery as the show evolved anyway. like The the Loki stuff's like, well, we know who he is. We know what's happened. Um. Or to have a throw throwaway line instead of a montage and just be like, oh yeah, he went in that room and now he knows everything. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've put his life highlights on for him, so that's fine. He's he's watching Endgame right now. So it'll be three hours, and then he's <laughs> up to speed. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need to watch all of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just putting DVDs in of the MCU for him. <laughs> Oh, no, oh, yeah, the they, dark can't, they can't world. even. No. Well, that's they the can't worst one for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, <they> don't... <laughs> yeah, even Loki doesn't like the Thor films. I um, I made a point of actually watching The Dark World last week. I've, I've not seen it before, but I thought I'm going to watch it, it now. so important in everything else afterwards. They've they? done it on purpose as well, because they're like, we're going to make you fucking watch this now. So I watched it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was fine. It's all right. It's it was a very marvelly film. It's it's a lot darker than other Marvel films. It's more like a colourwise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's quite depressing. I I liked Christopher Eccleston in that though. I thought he was all right. Kind of wasted. Yeah, I never a Marvel villain that was just like, oh, here's one. Oh no, he's gone. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they have do you a few remember? Do you remember when the first Thor film was being released, and everyone was like, "Who the hell is Tom Hiddleston, and who the hell is, you know, this unknown Hemsworth?" Yeah, like, and now it's just they've just blown up. Like mm. they're they're the main feature of all these Marvel films at the moment. Well, yeah, you know, out of the original cast is like those two: Sam Jackson. Uh I know we just had Poor Black guy. Widow, but, she, but she's... <laughs> okay, yes, I guess. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's still knocking about. God, done well for himself, hasn't he? To be fair, I think because both of them were really quite young when it kicked off, they mm-hmm. managed to build and could continue to build because they're not breaking physically yet. <laughs> not yet. Yes. I don't think Chris Hemsworth will ever break. He is a 
specimen of a man. It's going to get larger and larger like a balloon. <laughs> Every year he gets bigger. <laughs> He's just a giant. <laughs> just trying to retreat behind him with a pumpkin. <laughs> I um, Tom Hiddleston said in an interview this week that he would play Loki forever. And I'm like, I kind of do want to see like 70 year old Tom Hiddleston still being Loki. I think that'd be fantastic. Because mm. like, what an amazing thing that would be if he's just like old man Loki. I'd love it. Um, so yeah, Kang the Conqueror obviously is now going to be the big bad guy for the next phase of Marvel. It's all multiverse timey-wimey stuff. I, I um, do love it the comparison of Thanos, the mad titan with all the powers, There's, and now it's Kang who technically has no powers. Like he's just a, a smart guy. Mm. Yeah, cool. it's, I, I'm, I'm really glad they went with Kang and not like Galactus, some, just another giant space well, dude. Kind of, it's fun. I want to see Galactus, but it's also kind of boring. Yeah, just what I mean, it, it would have been a bit too, not too like, Thanos. I don't want to eat your planet. Well, all right. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think, like you said, because Kang's more of an intellectual foe as well, it it's it creates a different dynamic for the MCU to try and mm-hmm. fight against. And because there's infinite of them, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Especially uh, as like the characters that's now starting to build around are meant to be really smart characters as well. They need that. Intelligence to fight against, like Doctor Strange. I have to say, it's that last ten minutes of Loki is like the most exciting Marvel stuff I've seen. For you know, there was that you know that moment at the end of Infinity War when everybody snaps away. That was really exciting. There's those little moments in the original films when you know the leading up to the Avengers, but that that shot of the timeline just branching. It's like this is like. It's literally like, look at all these stories we can tell you now. You're like, oh, fuck, yes. (laughs) It was awesome. I love his little throwaway line as well, where he just says, I'll see you soon. Oh, so sinister as well. So good. I fucking love it. He just gives her a wink. He's like, you should have listened to me. And it's just the fact that he's just like not bothered because he knows. It's like, well, I've been here for eons. I'll be back here at some point. Yeah, oh god, it's so good. And now it's like it's such a smart thing to do as as a storytelling device as well. Because like, well, we can literally do anything now, literally anything. We, and you know, I, I, I like that DC are doing a similar thing with Flashpoint, but it won't be executed nearly as well as this was. Because <laughs> like, especially because this is the culmination already of twelve years of stories. So now you've already got that existing universe being pulled apart. It, oh, it's just it's that, that Kevin Feige. He's he's a smart chap. He knows how to tell a story. Um, so when do you think he knows we'll how see? To make money. I don't know about well... telling a story. <laughs> I don't think he's had much input on these. When do you reckon we'll see Kang next? Then do you think is it is it Ant Man well, next? We know he's in Quantumania for sure. Yeah, yeah. So probably unless he rocks up in Doctor Strange. What's coming out first? Spider Man's first. No way home. So we're probably going to see multiverse Spider Man, but I don't think Kang's in that. I don't unless he turns up in like a post credit scene, maybe. There's yeah. too much going on in that film already. We don't need Kang yeah. for that. Like, and then I think after Spider-Man, it's Ant-Man. And then Ant-Man. it's Doctor Strange is like near the end of that run. Um so it's it's exciting. But the I, I really hope this Ant-Man's gonna be good. The second one was just a bit pathetic. It was another I, one of those fine. Marvel movies. Like, it was fun. It's got fun the, stuff in it. The problem is they're really good characters. Mm. Paul Rudd as Paul Rudd's just too charming to yes. exist. <laughs> I'm just trying to look at the uh, Phase 4 line. Okay, so Phase 4, Black Widow, well, that's out at the moment. Shang-Chi comes out later this year, which I, I don't think that'll have much to do with the multiverse, really, but you never uh, know. Uh, is it not supposed to be linked to Doctor Strange as well, that? Because I isn't what's he no called? Idea. The guy who's in Doctor Strange, he's sidekicking it. Oh, Wu Wong. Yeah, he's he's in. Oh, is Genji. he? Okay. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. Oh, he's fine. Um, is, that... is he fighting the abomination or something? Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah, abominations in it. It sounds amazing. 
I mean, that's oh, just a setup for the She-Hulk series, isn't it? Let's be honest. Pro- probably. Um, and then we've got the Eternals at the end of the year. Um, so that again, I, I assume... think too, probably too much going on for Kang stuff. Yeah, I don't know, but not, I don't know about the that. Eternals seems stuff. like a film that's going to have a broader reach throughout the MCU because of the nature of the characters. And then it's Spider-Man: No Way Home. Um, then it's Multiverse of Madness. Sorry, so Quantumania is scheduled for twenty twenty three. Actually, so that might be okay, so as Doctor Strange film, I guess. And yeah, Loki two. Whenever that comes out. Yeah, so that's going to come out. You've got Black Panther in there. Wakanda Forever. The, the next Captain Marvel film as well, and then you've got TBA for Fantastic Four and Blade. Blade. Imagine if Kang just didn't turn up till Blade. and he he introduces Wesley Snipes as Blade again (laughs) oh no I I wouldn't dare (laughs) be too dangerous to have on set yeah so open his eyes okay and (laughs) we've got um, Marvel's What If cartoon as well which is all multiversey stuff which I think looks absolutely fantastic that show looks visually Stunning. Um, so Kang, very exciting stuff. Geeky, geeky good times. Um, but my favorite of the show, Owen Wilson. I could watch Owen Wilson all day. Wow. <laughs> wow. I what just oh, the scenes yeah. with him and Loki were just my favorite scenes. I love them. A good rapport. Because mm. he, he was like, I don't care. Don't got a mischief, all right. Calm down. Those two have enough charm and charisma just to carry the whole show if it was just them. It was getting towards the end of the episode. I was like, he's not on a jet ski. <laughs> I will riot. And then it was like, look, he's season two. I was like, okay, you have you have one, you've got one more season, guys. <laughs> yeah, Owen Wilson on a jet ski now. Um, there's so so many memes on Facebook about that. There's um, great. Panther does shouting, "Get that man a jet ski!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great. that's great. Did we enjoy Owen Wilson? Yeah, yeah. he's fun. I'm glad he's back in the yeah grander scheme of things. He went away for a bit, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, he's supposed to be doing Wedding Crashes too soon. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I hope that's good because like Dumb and Dumber Two and all that. It's all a bit like. Zoolander is going to be great. <laughs> well, I'll still no. watch it. Oh. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. Um, and then we had uh, Sophia Di Martino as Lady Loki Sylvie. Um, I, I, I quite enjoyed her actually. She, I, it took a bit of warming up because I couldn't quite work out what she was about, and I think that that wasn't down to her acting. It was more just I think the the writing for it, it took a while. To, once they established her more as the anti-hero, because I was like, okay, it's they, there was a bit of a bait and switch. She, she wasn't really the bad guy. And that's when the show really got interesting for me, when you realised that the bad guy was the TVA or who's in charge of the TVA, and she was just on the run, basically. Mm. That I, I really got quite engaged with her story at that point, especially when you get that flashback of her as a child, just like, what the fuck's going on? Why are you taking me away from my family? Her character grim. changed massively throughout the series. She did. She came across as like this bratty sort of, I'm not entertaining anything that you do, Loki. And then I think it was when they were on that planet, was it called Lamentis or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. After that episode, she then came out of a shell and actually became a character that you were rooting for. Mm. You didn't just think, oh, well, she's a bit stuck up. Yeah, after they almost had a snog. Yeah, a bit weird. <laughs> But also kind of in character for, like, such a narcissist yeah, like Loki. Yeah, such a narcissist, it, it yeah. does kind of work. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, he's the only person he can love is himself. Yeah. Um, also, that's kind, of, that's kind of nice as well, because he's always been quite a selfish character. And for him to... It's a way of him caring about himself, mm. but also someone else at the same time. And it's like... I think it's interesting yeah, like you, you can kind of move past the self-cessed of it all because you know, for one, it's not real. 
Like, there's no such thing as, you know, another version. And also, like you said, because of him as a character and the fact that, you know, that's who he is, it's kind of a, I don't know if it's nice, but it makes sense. Well, it's also nice because he's like, deep down, Loki kind of hates himself. He doesn't Mm. really like being the god of mischief. He wants to be, he wants everyone to love him. So yeah, this a lot was a of way this, for him to actually like himself and yeah a lot of this kind of feeds into that self-acceptance narrative of 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 loki and tom hiddleston's performance particularly in that last episode i thought was absolutely fantastic because that you can see like he is devastated when she pushes him through the uh the portal at the end he's like oh oh my god but then he, he musters up the the wheels like right let's go and fix this you know, he runs to, time. Yeah, and and it, you know, I think a, an older version of Loki would be like, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." Then, mm. but he goes to find Mobius and like, "Look, we've made a mistake," and obviously, it wasn't wasn't his Mobius and new Mobius who this? <laughs> new TBA who this? New temp pad who this? Yeah. So did did she push him into an alternate timeline by mistake kind of thing? Because she used well, his device rather than the usual temp pad, didn't she? So. I, I, I got confused, so I, I had to Google this before we came on the podcast. And basically, obviously, there wouldn't be an alternate timeline for the TVA because it exists outside the timeline. But this is this has now just been changed at some point by Kang because it... Well, I mean, the, the, there's, there's a theory that the TVA is inside the quantum realm and that's where it oh. exists because the, there's a that line with that. the size of it, like... Yeah, and there's a line when Ant-Man says, you know, the quantum realm is outside of time and time moves differently and Mobius says time moves... So everyone thinks, well, that's in the quantum realm. So okay. either he's in, he's in a different timeline or this is never... You know, Kang's changed it in the quantum... I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. But the base said when she pushed him through that portal, the timelines were already branching all around them, so it's entirely possible that all that had changed. Now he's he, he's not got back into the... You know, that same, because there shouldn't be more than one TVA, really, should there? Because that should just exist on its own outside of but, the timelines. But also, he didn't recognize Loki. Mm. Um, at least a few of the variants look the same. Does that mean that Loki's just aren't a thing now? Maybe. Who knows? I, I love that shot, that. though, of the Kang statue. It's so menacing. Loki's just yeah. like, Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I like the uh, the sort of vintage costume on him as well. Yeah, like very comic booky. Did look good. Very... All the costume thing, and this was good stuff. I I had a question about the final bit. Mm. So, like I said, throughout the series, Sylvie started off as like a brat, a villain, and then became this character who was falling in love with herself, and you know, became a bit of a hero. Was all that a bit of a ploy to get Loki to get her to the end of time? Because she changes, doesn't she? She sort yeah. of goes, right, now I've had enough of you now. Off you go. Was it all just for her to get her own way? I don't see it as that. So... I think maybe initially she was using... Obviously, she was using each other initially. But I think, I think it was a reciprocal thing. But her overriding thing of... These people have been chasing her for who knows millennia. Maybe she needs to. She needed that. Yeah, I think she had the feelings for him, but the opportunity was too hard to pass up. But I think Loki will feel like she's used him, and I think that's the important distinction. He's going to feel really betrayed, and that's just going to make him find it harder to trust anybody again. So that'll be his little character journey for season two. Mend some bridges there. Beginning, Bad. middle, and end. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for season two. Like, I'm I, I'm more excited for season two than I was for the, the first season in general, really, because it just it's. I like when a show can completely evolve itself for the next season because now it's not about anything that season one's going to be about, really, and and also. Um, who's he wants it? Uh, Ravona Rensley has gone off on a little mission as well. We don't know where she's gone. Mm. She just went through a temp portal, 
you know, Miss Minutes gave us some documents and, and like, oh, he, he said you'd find these more useful. And then Renslayer just, we don't know where she's gone. And I'm wondering if she's going to be a bit of an anti-hero in the next season because she was kind of a bad, bad guy, but also she was a bit like, I need to know what all this was for. Mm. So I wonder if maybe that maybe. version of Kang is like, give her some information to go and find a way to stop evil Kangs. I don't know. Maybe I she's think... a, a Kang variant. <gasps> oh, I want to watch that show. <laughs> That's like a fucking half great. Of, half of the films and Marvel stuff is like anyone who's a bit ambiguous and it has been a bad guy but might not be the whole time. They're just shoving off to bring back at some point. Like mm. remember fucking Baron uh, Zemo? No, Mordo. Is oh, he a from Baron as well? Doctor Strange. Yeah, where's he? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in the uh, apparently in the second Doctor Strange film. Good, because they, they were proper setting him up as like this this anti mage, and he's just not rocked up. I think like he would have been amazing if he if he turned up in like one division or something. They, they do it with all of them though, don't they? Like, where is? I mean, I know where Red Skull is at the moment, but why is he not in the universe anymore? Like, mm. he's just chilling. <laughs> he's just like, guarding any... that Soul Stone. Yeah, any sort of villain they don't kill, apart from like Loki, we don't see for ages. <laughs> Must be hard to like juggle all these characters though. And there's just like the practical point of view of, well, we've got to pay these people <laughs> to be in this. <laughs> uh, but I do love that Loki has been around now for a decade in films and now TV. And it's just, what a, what a great time to be alive if you're a comic book Hiddleston fan. As well, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know, he's such a... He needs to work on his green screen acting, but apart from that, he's... <laughs> he needs to work on not whipping his hair back every two minutes. Fucking hell. And he does this thing with his hands, doesn't he? Right, he's just... <laughs> he doesn't know us. what to do with his hands. Look <laughs> at us like, ah, oh, Hiddleston's great. Except for this, 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 and this. Well, I just... Start it out, Hiddleston. Like, I think I'm one of a few people that liked the episode where we're on the train and stuff. Yeah, that's the one that almost took me out of it. No, you see, I, I, I get it, but I was a bit like, this is the midpoint in the show, and I'm still waiting to figure out what it's about. And then the last three episodes were great. It was just, I think that episode three needed to get to a point a bit quicker. Hmm. And then it was, when it did it get interesting, it just ended. I was like, oh. Very sort of like Doctor Who episode, that one. Very. And I don't particularly like Doctor Who. So. <laughs> it was important. Because that, that was sort of the turning point for their relationship, wasn't it? They were helping yeah. each other out. And... It, it absolutely was. It just it didn't need a whole episode, in my opinion. Mm. But well, whatever. In the grand scheme of things, as a holistic series, it's fantastic. Just that's when I was a bit like, oh, it needs to get to something soon because I'm getting a bit, what's it about? What do they want? What does she want? What does he want? Didn't know what Emily wanted, what they were doing. It was hard to invest in it until the next episode and that little throwaway line in that episode when she's like, Oh, they're all variants at the TVA. That's right near the end. And then you're like, Ooh, now I'm, I'm interested now because mm -hmm. the TVA is not what we think it is. They're the bad. Are we the baddies? They're the baddies. For me, it was just like when they're running through the city and everything's exploding and stuff, I'm just like, okay, so they're running and they're pausing because they know something's going to happen in the CGI and then the camera catches up and then they keep mm. on running. I was just like, well, just, we didn't it, need all that. It also, it cool, but like, yeah, it was very inconsistent with their powers as well. It's like, can't they fly? I don't teleport? know what Loki can or, do. Like, <laughs> like, he's like struggling and then suddenly he's lifting a whole building. It's Why like, hasn't he been doing his stuff? <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing. Like, that episode just pulled me in different directions because, like, where's the story going? They, they've forgotten what powers they've got. Oh, he can lift a whole building now, but he's fallen over. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was, it was odd. It, yeah, but it isn't, served isn't its it purpose. That, isn't it that he, because some of the variants talk about it, don't they? They've all got different powers, and it's to do with um, him not having the discipline to teach himself. Mm. And old Loki has had many, many decades to sort of tailor his. Um, cool. Can we? Yeah. City. Can we just talk about that sequence with Richard E. Grant just? 
magicking Asgard as a distraction. Like, what an amazing distraction, just creating the city of Asgard, the planet, for that big space dog. Goliath. Um, I saw a great edit. (laughs) I saw a great edit on... uh, Probably on TikTok, it's all I watch now. Um, it was Richard E. Grant doing his thing to uh, Bonnie Tyler's hero, and it was so good. Uh, yeah, I can see that. it was fucking fantastic. Oh god, I, I'll send it to you. Don't worry, I'll send it across to you, but it's every bit as magical as you think it might be. Um, I, I was never a big fan of um Richard E. Grant in really anything I'd seen him in until this. Like, wow, <laughs> wow no, what a like, takedown. No, he's he's a great he's a great actor. It's just whatever I've seen him in, I've I've just not really been that interested. No, I can see that he's he's been in a lot of stuff that probably wouldn't resonate with us. Not not a lot of genre stuff. I mean, he was in Star Wars, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Pretty I forget about them. Mm. If Americans knew how much he's on Lorraine and Good Morning Britain, <laughs> like this <laughs> this world class actor talking about knitting at home, like it's just great. <laughs> He seems to be enjoying himself. I think it, this, yeah, this is what I mean. I I enjoyed watching because he he seems to enjoy what he does. So I quite yeah, I enjoy that. Um, I'm just I'm just looking at his uh, IMDb list here. He, 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 a... fucking hell, he works. Jesus, <laughs> my goodness. He's one of those sort of old. Oldie worldy sort of Shakespearean actors, isn't he? Does a lot, does he do a lot more theatre? He's also yeah. a Spice Girls manager. <laughs> Remember the Spice World? I, well, yeah. I, I've never seen it. I know it exists. But... <laughs> That's life. Do you know what I did see him in? No. Um, Kath and Kim, the movie. Uh, this really obscure Australian. TV show that they made a movie out of, and he plays an uptight waiter. I think he just does what he wants, and I respect that. Yeah, it's it. There's there's a few actors like that that just work constantly. Like they're just in anything really, pay the bills. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed him. I I, I enjoyed all the Loki variants on that like Purgatory planet. That was a fun, really fun episode, especially when Crocodile just taking off President Loki's hand and just like. Great. Ah! That that whole sequence when they're just like, oh for fuck's sake, they just start fighting each other. Richard E. Grant's like, blood, no, let's get out. And then our Loki's just like navigating around the chaos. Like these guys are nuts. It's it was that's, such a fun sequence. That's another sort of great moment as well, where Loki realizes what he's actually like. Yeah, the other Loki's because, are like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> he's been like every single one of those Loki's throughout this film. Like franchise, and he finds them all exasperating. It's oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so good. It's so good. Oh, and I love, I love uh, Mobius just cruising up in this, beating up like Ford Focus Pizza to pick up Sylvie. Yes. Oh, they, they missed, they missed a trick. It could have been Lightning McQueen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> One of Mobius's variants, like. <laughs> Oh wow! Well, I mean, Disney owner all. It, it, Jesus, Mr. Trick. Why not? <laughs> Honestly, why not? I only just thought that Kachow has almost has a wow in it. Did that on purpose? Yeah. Kawow. <laughs> Kawow. <laughs> oh boy. Um, right. What else haven't we discussed about Loki? Oh, yeah, we've... Most of it. But yeah. What about what about all the Easter eggs? There's some little weird sort of the Easter Thanos helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yes, the Thanos helicopter. Oh, the, there's loads of stuff in that episode. Mm. I'm, I I'm saw pretty... a little a little cutting of the uh, the comic book that's from, and it's literally Thanos turns up like um, to dead. It has his goes, name Hop in. on the... like... Yeah, it it has his name on the side as well. Just so says good. Thanos on the the, on the um, tail. There's like there's the and stuff. Destroyed Stark Tower as well, but it's not called Stark Tower. Um, it's owned by someone else. Yeah. In the comic books, I think doesn't he lose the tower? He loses all his money, and then it's bought out by. I can't <laughs> remember who buys it. Maybe. 
I think it is. Is it Killian? Not Killian. What's what's he called from um, Iron Man three? Uh, Guy Pierce plays him. Yeah, the bad guy. I should what I should know it because he turns into he turns into Modok in the comic books. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aldrich <laughs> Killian. Aldrich. Yeah, there's like a there's a destroyed Stark Tower with his name on the side of it. Cool. There's, cool. I feel like you you could really spend a lot of time just mm. combing through the the background of that planet. Um, because there was that there was there was like a subway train that people thought might have been the Spider-Man two subway train that Peter Parker they got a skeleton uh, attached uh, to the front of it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Maguire stuck to the front. <laughs> there's so much stuff. There's so yeah, I love I love all the Easter eggs. I feel like there's there's loads in the TVA as well. It's just the the, the attention to detail is 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 pretty pretty fantastic. I'm terrible for spotting them. Though I just I just yeah. let the internet do that for me. Well, it's like when the in the last episode when there was that like montage of like quotes and then things from the real world as well. I was just like, I'm not even gonna bother. I'll wait for someone to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? Who else is in this show? I think I think we've hit all the major players, haven't we? I mean, there's a boss security lady. She's pretty cool. Yeah, Hunter B fifteen. She's got a fun little little arc. She's good. You would have mentioned. Mess, no, no, Jesus, no. With those freaking pruning devices. Shears. <laughs> yeah, pruning shears. <laughs> Sucketers. Um... <laughs> what do we think season two is gonna gonna entail? Because we've got a lot of films between i'm assuming it's going to be a couple of years till we get season two um yeah it, it depends what happens between now and then doesn't it you know although they, they can they usually come... get a season out in like 18 months. they get mandalorian done in like 18 months and they're only six episodes aren't they but i'm assuming it's like end of next year at the very least when we get season two what do we hope for loki putting a team together mainly just Rich D. Grant and the crocodile. But... <laughs> yeah. oh, God, I hope so. I hope so. I want so. to see more of President Loki. Do we think that? Yeah. Do we think that Sylvie has to like take up the mantle of that Kang that she killed, or what's she going to be doing? I mean, That's a good show. Because at that point, he's just stopping the timeline splitting, and they're split now. So, what is actually mm. that? What's that job? Mm. Is she just stuck there? But presumably she's still got some access to his technology now. Oh, so. she's got his little yeah, doesn't she? Yeah. It's an uh, exciting time for... It's such a great thing to do because after, after Endgame, you're kind of like, God, how do they do this again? Like, how do you do another, like, 10-year-long story when you've just... Like it felt like that's the biggest thing they could have done, getting everybody together to fight this guy that's going to wipe out half the universe. Now, like, well, we'll get other universes in peril as well. Like, oh, clever, clever bastards. I mean, oh. after that, it's just like that, but squared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> end game squared. Oh boy. Well, there we go. Loki done. I want to see Hiddles. We- Hemsworth turn up next series. Yeah, it'd be nice to get a few more. Um, it, it was a very self-contained show, actually. You know, y- y- you were kind of expecting it might have a bit more to do with the wider MCU, but I kind of liked that it was its own thing. It felt different to what they'd done before. You know, it, and it also felt like a TV show, but not in a bad way. You know, like Falcon and Winter Soldier felt quite movie-like because it was always these big action set pieces. And it was great, but it was nice that this did feel like television. It distinguished it a little bit for me. That's the problem with um, Disney, isn't it, and Marvel, that they don't know how to write TV shows. Like, they don't no, they know just how to make a film. everything. Yeah, they just make a film and cut it into six pieces, which, you know, it's still great, but this felt deliberately television-like. You know, I like that you had these 
it was a lot of time in the same set. Like, well, that's the set we've got. We'll film it in the DVA. We'll have a chat there. We'll have a chat there. I'm going to pour some shit on your salad now, Owen Wilson. Sorry about that. <laughs> Love that scene. Just being a dick and ruining his lunch for no reason. So many great little moments. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for season two. Um, and I, I was so dubious about it at first because it just, it wasn't the show I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be low-key just dicking about in the timeline, you know, very much just like messing around in the 80s and then going here and going there. And I like that it became something with such wider ramifications for the whole MCU. And it was, yeah, it was great. And I'm just excited to see all these characters again. Because I love I love the cast of this show. It could have easily have gone down a different route. Mm. It was, it was easy. It would have been easy for them to set in Asgard and just have Loki hacking and slashing and being the god of mischief. Yeah, and it could have been direction with it. And it could have been all just very much. There's the show. Nothing to do with anything else. But the fact that this is the thing that has like launched the the next phase of films. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I, I love how. I'm, I'm sort of glad as well they didn't go too much into the time travel because then it just it it adds to the mun- mundane life that these people at the TVA have. It's like yeah. yeah, we have time travel but we don't use it that much. Yeah, I, I quite like that as well. It wasn't really about time travel at all. <laughs> you know, there's a few, obviously it was, but also it's more about the the multiverse and just the, you know, who are we? Who are these people? And it, yeah, it was great that that was just the plot device to get you into this kind of, this mystery, basically. I'm glad it didn't turn into Legends of um, tomorrow. This is but... what I thought it might end up being, which that in its own right can be a lot of fun, but I'm glad this oh, was different. I, I gave Elvis his blue suede shoes. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> Honestly. Um, so there we go, Loki. Thumbs up all round? Yeah. Look yeah. at that, I've got all those thumbs. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, well, <laughs> there we go. Loki discussed. Very excited for season two and more Marvel films. Let's get back to the movies. Yay. Yay. Well, we'll see you next time, everybody, for the sixth day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everyone. See you.